This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. All right, it's Monday, June 26th. The Yankees are coming off another tough week. They lost a series to the Angels. They lost a series to the Rangers. They lost their number one prospect, Glebor Torres. They lost their center fielder, Aaron Hicks. They lost good Michael Pineda. They lost competent Tyler Clippard. And they lost bad Chris Carter. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James John Boy, whatever. This guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee fan. All right, another tough week. Two more series losses, but there were some sprinkled gutsy performances, some exciting games. It was a little better. It's kind of like when a dude's slumping and uh, he's just like miserable at the plate and then he starts hitting the ball hard, but they're outs and Joe Girardi's like, he's hitting the ball hard. That's the next step. Soon they're going to fall. Well, maybe to get out of this slump, the next step was to show some guts and competent lineup performances and battle back, and then eventually we're going to get some wins. Maybe. But I don't know, because in Oakland, we were coming back in those games too. So who who the fuck knows? We just need to figure this out because it's been bad. All right, let's talk some Yanks. Again, I'm just a fan. I love the Yankees. I love talking Yanks. I like making videos. I like doing stuff. I'm not an expert. Just my brain spilling out. We'll probably disagree on stuff, probably agree on stuff, whatever. Let's just talk. We're all Yankees fans. As I said, the week started pretty rough. Before game even began, we got the news Glaber Torres was down, slid into home, hurt his arm, needs Tommy John. It's his non-throwing arm. Everyone thinks he's going to be back at the beginning of next year, good as new. If that's the case, if he comes back next year, good as new, I don't think it's that tough of a loss. I don't think he was our savior this year. I know everyone had high hopes. Maybe they're joking, maybe they're not, but I don't think he was going to come up and he was going to be our hero at third base. I think they were going to call him up as a September call-up, and now like hearing people talk about it and Sweeney Murdy and Donnie Collins and stuff, they said, I don't think he was really going to get called up to replace. But they could just be saying that now. I don't. I never thought, I never wanted them to rush him. I said that from day one. So I don't think this is that big of a hit. It's number two prospect overall. Someone asked me who my favorite prospect is. Tim. I mean, Glebor Torres got to be everyone's favorite prospect as a Yankee fan. He's the number two prospect overall. His bat is big league ready. His fielding, they said, is getting there. Uh, if you don't want a boring answer, I would say my favorite prospect is Tyler Wade just because of his versatility. Unless Greg Bird still counts as a prospect. I know everyone hates him and is down on him because he's got injuries, but I think if he doesn't play this year, I think he's still up for like rookie of the year because he's only ever had like 60 games. So if he's still considered a prospect, I'm still very excited for Greg Bird's bat to come back into this lineup. Tyler Wade, super exciting, though, because he's so versatile, and this team needs it. Some guy said, I don't know how you pronounce your name, Low Racks, Dwight Portugal, Dwight Portugal. I don't know what, what's going on, but you're a good follower. I like you. It's time to call up Wade so the Yankees have a proper bench. True. I agree. We've Our benches have been rough. They post those pictures of the bench, and it's like three guys, Romine, Headley, Williams, Romine, Headley, Torres, or Torres. And Torres has got versatility, but everyone else, like we got Romine on the bench, he's going to come in first base or catcher. They had him working out third, but that's not really like a logical thing. We can't be running three guys on our bench, and two of them can only play one position each. 
It's a bad look. It's a bad way to do it. Tyler Wade, um, Donnie Collins was on the Bronx Pinstripes podcast, and he said that he is the most major league ready looking dude in AAA. So if that's the case, yeah, it's probably probably would be really convenient to have him brought up, especially if Torres has reemerged as, hey, we got to put this little dude in the lineup. And if we're going to find a spot for Torres every day, then that makes our bench terrible because there's no versatility. So if Therese is going to play every day, find a way for Tyler Wade to come up. I mean, I, th- I hope we don't have to wait till September to see. I'd like to see some guys mix them in, um, but it's hard with 40-man, so we keep getting, like, Williams. and I, I agree. Let's call up Tyler Wade. If he can help us out at first, if he can go to first, third, if he can play every position, that's awesome. And down the road, if he can be our utility guy down the road, that's even better. Um, also related, I need to see Wade and Ellsbury next to each other in uniform to see if I can tell them apart. I never realized they look alike, but check this out. They look a lot alike. Ellsbury's got a little darker skin, but maybe that's just because he took his photo in summer and Wade was in winter. They look alike. Good point. Other big news that happened off the field was they DFA'd Chris Carter. My man. Pretty sad. Actually, it's sad for him. Because he seems like a good guy. He just lost. Like, he, this whole season, he just looked lost. Uh, I think New York's not the place for a guy like him to struggle and try to find a swing. No leniency with the fans. Fucking perform or don't perform or go beat up a water cooler when you're mad. I mean, I don't think that, but that's how a lot of fans think. Uh, they had to make the move. They had to. I feel bad for him. They gave him a lot of shots. I think it was planned. I think they want. They were like, this big win, we're ready to go. I don't think it was like spontaneous that moment. I think when they came out and they said, Joe said, it's an organizational decision. And then Cashman said, we've been looking for more first basemen. I think that was a shot at Chris Carter, like, hey, this is seriously going to happen soon. You better go make us not drop you. Like if he went out and went three for four with two home runs, he's not going to do that. But... You get what I'm saying. If you went out and made them not drop him in the next three days, they might not have, but I think it was a decision then. Cash has time and time again in the past. He told Jeter, hey, go rip me in front of the media. Make me the bad guy. So everyone thought Joe was throwing stones at Cash and throwing Cash under the bus. Cash told Joe to say that shit. Cash has done that before. Like, I'm the bad guy. I don't care about the stupid fans. Throw me under the bus. Because everyone's like, why doesn't Joe drop Carter? It's not Joe's job to drop Carter. That's Cashman's job. Joe's got... Not a lot of say in that. He's got more say than you and I. He can say, like, hey, Cash, can we please get rid of him? I don't want to play him anymore. But it's not like he holds all the weight. That's Cashman's decision, organizational decision, as Joe said. Um, so that's how that works. Carter, he'll get picked up somewhere. Uh, he's sad. I mean, he hit 41 home runs last year. He hit eight home runs with us here. It's just like it's not worth the badness in between. Someone's going to pick him up and try to make him swing, try to give him a better approach in the batter's box. Because right now, his approach in the batter's box is similar to my approach on Scantron tests in high school. It's like, I know there's four options. Um, I don't know which one's going to come, but last time he threw A, so now I'll just guess C. When in doubt, guess fastball. That's how it doesn't work out for him. It didn't work out for me in high school. It's not good. Moving on. Trade now kind of realizations have occurred. We need more pieces without giving up top prospects. Who should we go after? That is the biggest thing without giving up top prospects. Because with the wild card, there's a lot of people, a lot of teams who think they're in it, who want to trade, and they have the same needs as we do. And our needs, in my opinion, and should be yours, I think, it's pitching. Starting pitching and relief pitching are our needs. First base, hopefully Austin can get it done. That's our third need. Hopefully we just fixed it and we have enough production to not 
derail us at first. Third base, Headley, hopefully he comes through. Headley's third base is not a need. First base was, now we'll see. Pitchings are number one and two, and then there's a drop, big drop. There's needs at the corner infield, but not nearly as big as pitching. Pitching is the main concern. And it's that, like, we need relief pitching. The Nationals need relief pitching, too. We need starting pitching. The Astros need starting pitching, too. And if we're not going to give up our top-tier prospects, how well do our second-tier prospects match up with uh, those teams' prospects? You know, what are we looking – what can we give and how does that compare? Because everyone that wants to trade with us is going to come after our top prospects. That only makes sense. And I don't want to give them up. Not this year. I'd rather go next year, get some guys in free agency. Then if we – are making trades then, we can give up some people because we'll have a better run. Like, our pitching's tough. If Tanaka can figure it out, how many times have we said that this season after a good start? He needs to get three good starts in a row for me to not even be like, Tanaka's bad. Uh, been bad. This year. Tanaka can figure it out. If CC comes back and goes back the way he was, we still need help starting pitching because they're all question marks. Sevi has been good, but he's young. Pineda... Had a really good stretch, but now back to 50-50. Can't really trust trust him in a big spot at all. CC, you can trust him. You can trust him like mentally and as a fighter and as a teammate. It's just whether his stuff is there. Hopefully it can be. And Tanaka now a question mark. So everyone's a question mark. So starting pitching is almost such a big need. It's scary. And the starting pitching market is just has just as many question marks. We're just trading for a bunch of guys who are also having unreliable seasons. You got Garrett Cole... Um, who had like four straight clunkers in a row, but it's coming around now. Uh, Jose Quintana, bad year. Sonny Gray has come back from injury and been he- healthy and doing well now, so that could be interesting. Billy Bean would probably trade, like, he'd give us Sonny Gray for Jorge Mateo and some prospect no one's ever heard of just so he can feel smarter than everyone else in the room. Like, who's that guy? I don't ever heard of him. That's right, you never heard of him. I've been scouting him my whole life. Like, I'm Billy Bean. I'm the best ever. You're shit, Billy Bean. you got a book written about you, so the general public thinks you're good. That's all it is. Tigers say Verlander might be in the market. Zach Granke, he would not do good in New York. Johnny Cueto would not do good in New York. That's just my opinion. I don't think those people could handle the pressure at all. And then you got, like, Jason Vargas, Irvin Santana. The Twins are good, though. What are they going to... It's hard. I don't know who they're going to pick up. Sonny Gray seems like the best candidate. He's been good. He's not going to cost that much, and he's got the A's who are just love getting rid of guys for prospects. So that seems like the best fit, but everyone's probably going after him, so it's just weird. Relief help, I would rather get from within. I mean, that's I've said that like on this, I said that a couple times ago when I filmed this. It just seems easy. Like we put Chad Green in the seventh inning. He's worked out so far. We have some strong arms down in the system. Bring him up in the back end of the season and hopefully they can lock that down because we have when you have Chapman and you have Betances in the seventh and eighth we shouldn't have to give up a ton of prospects to make our bullpen better to get a lights out guy in the seventh inning I mean I wouldn't be against it but it just seems like fuck can't we figure this out from within and just throw a guy there that can do it instead of having to give up prospects for a guy uh people are saying Brad Hand on the Padres he's gonna get traded and that might be worth it because the Padres didn't expect anything out of him like they didn't expect him to be a big trade chip I think he was on waivers at this time last season and the Padres are also tanking they also I don't know you got uh D-Rob David Robertson let's go to Chicago right now come back with David Robertson Uh, anyone against that he was awesome in pinstripes high socks high socks for hope pray for Alabama that hurricane that hit his hometown sad but D-Rob bring him back I liked him uh, Herrera, again, the Royals, are they trading, are they keeping, whatever. 
I don't know what guys they should get. I would like to go get David Robertson. It's, it's all about the price is right because, again, I don't want to give up prospects the same as you don't want to give up prospects, especially for this year. What are your thoughts on Sonny Gray? Do you think the Yanks should make a push from the trade deadline? Yeah, I, I, I think out of the starting pitcher, he's the one I like the most. And then if you package in Yonder Alonso, there, you got first base help too. Everyone can stop crying. All right, now just some general questions. You think it's time for Sanchez to start playing first, have Romine catch. Every pitcher has a lower ERA with, ERA with him behind the plate. No, absolutely not. My brain instantly rejects that thought. I don't have that thought process. Here's why. They're both young. They're both good. Sanchez is our future. Let's not Jabba him. I know Jabba was a pitcher. Sanchez is a position player. But let's not mess with his head. Let the dude go catch and go mash balls and do him. Let's not teach him a new position and give him more to think about. Let's fix him at the current position he's at. Like, tweak a little things instead of trying to reteach him a whole new position. Because he's got a firearm, he's got a cannon, but his blocking has been bad. We've all seen that. I'm not, like, saying anything new or shocking. But he's got Tony Pena on the bench. Awesome catcher. He can teach him. I think it would be really dumb to mess with Sanchez's head at all, make him learn a new position when he's our future as a catcher. Romine is a trade chip. When you have one of the best backup catchers on your roster that's good for a season and then you need to trade him when both your catchers are young it's not like sanchez is an aging veteran and romine's going to take over so we're keeping him around romine should be traded in the offseason for chips that's what you do when you have the best backup catcher on your team you trade him for something that can help you more than a guy who plays once a week uh, they did it with cervelli they did it with murphy murphy for hicks we'll probably do it with romine at the end of the season i love romine he's awesome if anything have him play first, and Gary Catch. I put no stock in the low ERA with catchers. Um, unless, like, it's drastic. Like, A.J. Burnett and Jorge Posada didn't like each other at all. They, like, they, you could tell Jorge, hard-nosed, no-nonsense, A.J. Burnett, wild card, kind of zany. They were never going to mix and match. Sanchez is a fucking lovable teddy bear. He's trying his hardest, and he's young. The pitchers don't, like, hate him personally. They may catch Romine a little better right now. I don't put a lot of stock in that at all. I don't think it's worth messing with Gary's head at all. So, no. They don't need to call up another outfielder with Hicks out, assuming Ellsbury is brought back. Um, well, Ellsbury is brought back, but then they also drop Mason Williams. So, who's the fourth outfielder right now? Uh, Austin. Austin played yesterday in right field. Toe can't, has, Toe's never played the outfield, has he? I would agree. I think you sent this before they just dropped Mason Williams. So, now I don't know. Um who are they going to call? We need a fourth outfielder on the roster, so I don't know what they're going to do. But the Hicks Ellsbury thing is working out awfully weird and perfect, but not perfect. Hopefully, Ellsbury comes back and plays. He was doing good, then he got a headache for like a month. Been out. Uh, Ellsbury is Mr. Boring. He's the most boring guy in major leagues. No personality, nothing really exciting about him. But he does have the tools uh, when he's not injured. He's fast, plays great defense, he can hit for some power, he's got speed. So let's just all hope and pray Ellsbury can perform. I know he's got a big contract and he's boring and everyone hates him. That's fine, but let's root for him to do good because uh, we kind of need it. And then Hicks comes back, and then Joe will then have to figure out what to do with the four outfielders, which he's probably happy he's got this headache mixed out a little bit, but not happy because Hicks is on the DL. Let's see. That's all the questions there. Let's see if there's any new ones on Twitter. Do you think Jacoby will be as good as he was now that he's off the DL? I don't know. Uh, I hope. I mean, it's all I can do is just hope that he performs well enough. You should. We'll have speed in the lineup. We'll have good defense in the lineup. Hicks had those two. Jacoby's a little better on the base paths than Hicks probably. Probably even in the outfield. Uh, but he's probably going to get injured again. Let's. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that.
Let's just positive thoughts for Mr. Boring Ellsbury. I think we need to go out and acquire a starting pitcher. Can't rely on the O to bail us out of games behind seven runs. What are your thoughts come the deadline? I agree. We need to do something pitching-wise. Uh, I'd like to go get a starter. I don't want to break the bank for one starting pitcher because I don't think we're one starting pitcher away from winning a seven-game playoff series, uh, which kind of sucks. Our lineup is there. We're one starting pitcher away if Tanaka gets his head out of his ass and CC comes back as healthy and Severino. Then, like, Pineda's good at home, but you can't trust him. Ugh. Yeah, I, we need to make a trade. I, I, I think Cashman's going to make some trades. He might do something weird. Like, uh, remember a couple years ago, he made that trade for Brandon McCarthy. Brandon McCarthy came over from, he was having, like, a mediocre season with the Diamondbacks, came over and pitched great with the Yankees because they said they saw something in his pitching that they knew they could fix. Maybe there's a pitcher out there right now who's doing mediocre, and the Yankees say, we think we know how you can do better. He comes over and does great. I don't know who that guy is. Like, I went over the pitchers. Sonny Gray would be cool. Garrett Cole, he's doing better. We need a pitcher. I'm not positive who. I don't know what makes sense. Daniel Bard on the Marlins. I saw a trade from Yankee Source on Twitter. Daniel Bard and Martin Prado for Chase Headley and Jorge Mateo. It all made sense money-wise, and Mateo's stock has plummeted, but it would, like, the Marlins would get Prado's money off the books we would take on Prado veteran third baseman and for Daniel Bard pitcher who's doing decent I don't know that kind of made sense it's not really exciting that's everything I think that's all I was talking to Yanks I'm out of breath now chug some cold brew do some work go Yanks let's let's please beat up on the White Sox that would be nice it's just what we thought we were going to do the Angels and A's but we didn't so Go beat up the White Sox. Let's get a get us some wins under our belt. Go Yanks. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks.